Welcome to Like Wildflowers, a podcast where we have revolutionary conversations on topics that challenge the status quo, so we as individuals and as a collective can grow wild. My hope for each episode is to make the parallel between wildflowers and you. Let me briefly explain. Wildflowers are in your backyard. Some people will call them weeds, find them undesirable, and want to get rid of and avoid them in any way they can. So they rip them from the ground and spray toxic chemicals. But year after year, the wildflowers are back, stronger and taller than ever. The parallel here is that you are a wildflower, and some people will see you and what you're doing in life as undesirable. But you, like wildflowers, keep going and keep growing. My intention with this podcast is to inspire you to be your own wildflower by starting these conversations, sharing stories, and offering tools to help you grow wild in all areas of life. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Jessica Sage, and in today's episode, I wanted to talk to you about failure. Failure is something that I have been talking about very recently, I would say in the last month or two, I've been sharing a lot of information on Instagram about failure, specifically around failing forward, this idea that we could use our failures and um, befriend them as a way to help propel us to our dreams, our goals, and our aspirations. This is a topic that sits very near and dear to my heart. I have failed over and over again. I have made countless mistakes, and I'm sure you have too. I mean, we're all fucking human here, and it is bound to happen. Um, But growing up, I didn't really receive messages that it was okay and that it was safe to fail. Instead, I received messaging that failure was a bad thing, something that I should avoid. And so I did. I would say no to opportunities even when I wanted to say yes, because I was afraid of failing. I was afraid of looking stupid. I was afraid of someone knowing that I wasn't quote unquote good enough. This is something that so many of us struggle with. And I think it's because of the current definitions that we have around failure, which we're going to get to later on in this episode. But I feel the the way we see failure right now, the way that we're viewing it, the way that we're attaching it is very harmful to us. And in order for us to move forward and to start teaching ourselves that it is safe and it is okay to fail, we really have to start taking a look at the definitions and start breaking them down and recognizing how they're supporting us and how they're harming us and then start to redefine it. So for today's episode, we're going to look at all of that. We're going to look at the definitions. We're going to look at the harm. We're going to look at how we can start redefining. And how we're going to actually do that is I'm going to share a section of my upcoming self-led workshop, Failing Forward. And in section one, I'm going to break down how we each have a different personal definition. I'm going to break down how our society adds to that definition. 
and I'm going to start sharing about how these definitions are harmful to ourselves and our well-being. And so I don't want to say too much more because I'm telling you the like 12 minutes that I have for you says all you need to know. So yeah, without further ado, let's get started. What is failure? So this may be an easy question to ask, but I don't think it's an easy question to answer. I think that our definitions around failure are so unique because we each have a different experience in life. We each had different caregivers and different messaging and because all of that, our definition around failure and what it means about us when we do fail are influenced by many, many things. On top of the dictionary definition, we have all of these external expectations. So expectations from our family, from our society, from our culture, and of course, expectations that we've placed on ourselves. So you might be wondering, well, what do these expectations look like then? And really, that's another tricky question because we all have different expectations, right? We may have similar expectations because we have grown up in similar society, but when it comes to the expectations of our family and our culture and even the ones we place on ourselves, those are going to look different per person, right? And so while you are exploring what your expectations external and internal, what those look like. I'm going to just share a few of my expectations that show up for me. So when it comes to family expectations, there's this expectation for me to be responsible and to make the right choices because I am the eldest and I have two younger sisters that look up to me. And so I have this expectation that I have to be setting a good example all the time. And when I'm not, I feel like I failed as a sister. Another example I'll give you is one that is something that I put more so on myself. So something that's a little bit more of internal expectation. So I love to sing. You may or may not know that about me. But I love to sing. And for such a long time, I had thought, all right, well, if I hit all the right notes and I don't crack and I don't mess up my words, I am a good singer. But if I hit a wrong note or if I crack going up the scale or if I mess up the words, then I am a failure as a singer and as a performer. So... I hope that gave you a little bit of insight into how these external and internal expectations can influence the stories that we have around ourselves and what it means about us if we do fail. Basically, we all have these expectations or these quote-unquote standards that we are expected to live up to. These standards of how we need to think, act, and feel. 
And when we don't act, think, or feel in the ways that we are expected to, then we are made to feel like we are wrong, or we're bad, or we're stupid. And then we have feelings that come up, emotions that come up, that may relate to feeling embarrassed, or feeling shame, or blame. And I don't know about you guys, but like, it's just ridiculous that we have this idea that if we aren't fitting into these molds that other people have carved for us, then we're wrong. And that we have something to quote-unquote fix about ourselves. Like, I think that's just bullshit. So it's, it's these expectations. And we get to decide if we want to continue living in these expectations or if we want to create our own expectations. And if you're not really sure how these expectations are showing up for you, here's a little tip. When you look at your life, where are all the shoulds and the supposed tos and the have tos? Oftentimes, those are little clues to where you're holding expectation or where someone else is holding expectation for you. So on top of all of these external and internal expectations, we also have some dictionary definitions. And every time I look at them, I am cringing. I just want to share a few of them with you. Definition number one, lack of success in a person, enterprise, or thing. Definition number two, a lack or deficiency of a desirable quality. And definition number three, the act or state of not functioning. So what do you think? Do your current definitions align with what's in the dictionary? If so, I think that's totally normal. Because before I began to redefine what failure means to me and about me, I had some of the same definitions and I avoided failure. And I avoided it because I didn't want to be someone that was unsuccessful. I didn't want to be labeled as undesirable or dysfunctional. And I know that you don't want to be either. I can't imagine anyone really wanting to subscribe to those things. You know, sometimes I wonder which came first. The expectations we hold for ourselves and others or the definitions we find in dictionaries. Kind of like a chicken or the egg scenario. Either way, everything shared within the dictionary represents this mainstream belief of failure. One that we, myself included, have attached to for so long and one that has been harmful to our well-being, our growth, our goals, and our desires. And you may wonder why it's harmful, and here's why I think it is. And feel free to sit with some of this and to also explore how else it might be harmful. So what I have here is this idea that we are 
all holding on to around failure is harmful because it creates this belief that we as our person are not worthy or enough or good. It creates this idea that we have to hustle and that we have to work all the time and we have to go, 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 and we have to do everything in our control and in our power to do it right. Another way the current definition around failure is harmful is it gives us this idea that success is supposed to come easily and naturally. And don't get me wrong, I definitely think we could all be achieving our goals and desires more easily and naturally, but just because something is easy and natural doesn't mean that there won't be challenges and obstacles. It doesn't mean that it won't take us some time to get to that success, right? And so this idea that the success comes easy and naturally, and if we don't achieve our successes with ease or with some kind of naturalness, then we're not doing something right. And that just goes back to, oh, we're lacking something. Another way I see this playing out as harmful is this idea that we have to compete with each other, that we have to get nasty to one another and throw each other under the bus so that we can be the ones to come out on top, so we can have the title of winner or successor. And listen, I'm all for healthy competition, but when our competition forces us to get nasty with one another and to look at other people as this obstacle that you have to get through, that is where I draw the line. It is my belief that we can come together to collaborate and co-create, and in that way, we all win. In that way, we don't have to get nasty. We don't have to start judging other people or ourselves or shaming and blaming other people or ourselves. That is a whole different conversation for another time. Right now, I just want to focus on this last piece of how all of this can be harmful to our well-being and growth. And that last piece is, we feel like we have to compare ourselves to others. And so, when we look at it as like winning or losing, we tend to put ourselves or others on pedestals, right? The people that win, we look up to them, and they're the greatest, and the people who don't win, they're not great, sucks for them, right? And like we just place people and ourselves on these pedestals and we just make these comparisons and these judgments about other people based on whether they won something or lost something, whether they failed at something or succeeded at something. As you can see, the current definition we have around failure can lead us to feeling, acting, and even thinking in harmful ways. Not only harmful to ourselves, but harmful to the people around us as well. And that is one reason that I believe that it is so important for each of us to create a personal definition around failure. One that says, F off 
to the mainstream definition, one that is more supportive to our humanness and our goals and our desires, one that feels empowering and motivating and inspiring. Alright guys, that is all I have for you for section one of Failing Forward. Now if you're like, holy crap that was so good, where's the rest of the workshop? It is coming, I'm still working on it, but I wanted to give you something to start exploring in the meantime. And so I created a freebie and throughout this freebie, you're gonna find journal prompts to help you reflect on your current definitions, along with some more prompts to help you start to explore how you might want to redefine failure in a way that feels really, really good for you. And so the link for access to that freebie is in the show notes and all it is is a quick form. You'll pop in your email and then it will be automatically sent to you and you can work on it in your own time. So I hope this episode and I hope the freebie is supportive for you. And if you have any questions about any of this, please reach out. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to grow wild with me. I hope this episode left you with the inspiration to be your own wildflower. Until next time, remember to be like wildflowers and grow in places they don't want you to, where they've warned you not to, and where you're least expected to.